0: What's up? And welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. It's a pleasure to be in studio here today at the Red Sea Radio Intergalactic Studios at St. Mary's Catholic Center in College Station, Texas. Also, if you're joining us on podcast or on St. Michael Radio in Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome in. Before we even start the show today, I just have a public service announcement. It's something that uh, has just really been heavy on my heart the last couple of weeks. Uh, stop eating Tide Pods. Like, if, if, if you're doing that, like, I, I mean, that's, it's very stupid. Like, this is the whole idea of, you know, the strong, keep going, you know, survival of the fittest type thing. Just, just stop. Don't eat Tide Pods. It's stupid. All right, moving on. So, this week... And sometimes it happens where I'm recording this, but then when it's, when it airs, I'm in a completely different place. That's the closest I'm ever going to get to bi-locating. So as you're listening to this, either on the podcast or, um, or live on the radio, I am currently in Oklahoma city. You think I'm in the studio. You would be wrong. Every time we get into this like bi-locating thing, I just have so many questions. Uh, so bi-locating, if you're not familiar, there are a ton of saints who have been known to to be in two places at once. There's famous stories of a, of a person who is you know they he was here a priest was hearing confessions and preaching at the same time, or like people would appear like so they're in two places at once, right? Of all the miracles that that happen, that's the one I have the most questions about. The resurrection is a crazy miracle. Raising people from the dead is crazy, but I can wrap my mind around it. Someone died. God said, You are no longer dead. And then they walk around and like, you know, eat breakfast. Like that's that's I can wrap my hand, my my mind around that. Somebody's a leper and they're they're healed. Like, God can totally do that. It makes sense in my head. There was leprosy. Now there's not. Amazing miracle. But I can wrap my head around it. locating, I just can't wrap my mind around <laughs> it. I just have too many questions. I, I'm not saying I don't believe that it happened. I just have questions. So if I'm locating, and I'm in, so that means I'm in two locations, right? If mm-hmm. I'm working out, one of me is working out. Right. And the other one is sleeping. Does the working out version of me never get tired? Am I building muscle while sleeping? That'd be sick. It's it 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 blows my mind. Like if I'm, if one of me is eating, does the other get full? Whoa! It it just it just blows my mind. <laughs> These right? are some deep questions. So, you know, everybody else reads the, This is just again me reading things very differently than most people. People read the lives of the saints like, oh, they were bilocating. They were so holy. I'm just like. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did anyone ever play The Sims? <laughs> you remember that game from, like, the early 2000s? Yes. Where it's, like, they have their needs, right? Like, they have their, their need of happiness, they have their need of food, they have their need to go to the bathroom, they have their need for sleep, or uh, all these things, right? Right. If there's two of them, and one of them has this desire for happiness, like, if one of them is, ha- is has having a blast... Right, They're at a, con- they're f- a concert of their favorite musician, uh-huh. and they're just overjoyed. And the other one just got punched in the face. Like, is the one that got punched in the face smiling? And, like, th- that's the creepiest thing in the world. Like, ha, 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 ha. This is amazing. I just got punched in the face. I have so many questions. D-
1: Sam, am I crazy in this? Do you have I, questions I about this as I well? Don't, I don't think you're crazy about it. I've never thought about it too much. But now that we're sitting here thinking about it, I was like, well, do you have to do holy things to bilocate? Like maybe that's maybe that's the thing we're you, missing. You here. You do
0: something unholy and God logs you out.
1: It's like just nope. You're done. You're done. It's out. You had one job and you couldn't do it. Nope. You're you're done. Can can I do?
0: Okay, bi locatings two. I don't I don't know. And I'm I'm just I haven't looked enough into it. Right. I wonder if there's ever been more than two. Like could I make the a tri-locate? basketball game? A basketball game. Oh, but that's the other thing too. Like all these bi locating stories of the saints, they're never in the same
1: place. Right. What if I what if I by- locate and I like see myself? How trippy would that be? I've been watching <laughs> Harry Potter and I watch the one where they do the Time Turner, <laughs> and so they can't like see themselves. I wonder if it's like similar to that, where it's like, oh, you're not allowed to see yourself, or y- you go crazy or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you mess with the timeline. This, yeah. it just, it all blows my mind.
1: It's crazy. So, like uh,
0: one one of the reasons this came up is because. I'm, you know, currently in Oklahoma in Oklahoma City right. and on the radio in your ears right now. The other reason that I brought this up like you brought up Harry Potter mm-hmm. where they have some tra- time travel aspects in it. M- many of you know that I'm a huge gamer. I love playing video games. It's what I do to rest and relax, that sort of thing. Um I just beat a game last night that nice. is all around time travel. It's called Quantum Break, right? And mm-hmm. the the idea of this game is that they cannot change the past, right? Like Harry Potter had a similar rule. Like they couldn't see each other or it would just mess everything up. Mm-hmm. But they could – essentially anything that the person from the future did to go back, it, 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 it had already happened. It affected what had happened, right? Like in Harry Potter, they were like, oh, like in real time, somebody put out their Patronus, right? Right. The, but they don't know until they – go again that it was actually harry Ma'am, that who put it. out the patronus right, right.
1: <coughs> so spoiler you, alert by the way it, the books have been out
0: since <laughs> i was four and the movie's been out for 15 years i think it's i think it's I okay ju- i just
1: think you have to say it so spoiler I
0: it. alert i also talked about jesus resurrecting so oh man it, if you haven't finished any of the gospels
1: <laughs> now you know
0: now you know so now you threw me off track because I'm thinking about all the other things I've spoiled. I've spoiled every other Bible story. <laughs> I'd never said spoiler report before I talked about Thomas. He, he guys he doubted, and then uh, he said, "My Lord and my God." Like that's the Thomas story. I didn't know if you knew that it was written down spoiler two thousand years alert. ago. Spoiler, <laughs> Sam. We we need to get a, a just isolate that audio of you saying spoiler alert. And we just play that audio anytime I talk about literally anything. This is perfect. Spoiler alert, I'm in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Spoiler alert, this is a Catholic. So anyway, this, this story is, is really interesting. Essentially, even with time travel, <clears throat> these people could never change the past. If they wanted to change the future, they had to time travel to somewhere in the future to change that. And and I thought about this. It was just so interesting to me because a lot of times when when we're looking back on our lives, we want to go back and, like, change some things. We want to go back and fix some things. And even with time travel, they're saying, like, that's not possible. Like, what has happened has happened. Mm. But by looking at the past, how can we look forward to the future? Like, how can we change things? How can we change ourselves? How can we effect, effectively do things right now mm-hmm. to change the outcome? Because, like, the whole thing of this game is that they know that the future, like, time just stops. It's, like, they call it the end of time. It's, it's interesting because we think of the end of time. It's like the world blowing up or, like, God coming back and, and or, like, some kind of apocalyptic. Like, when you hear those words, those are the things you think of. They're just, like, time just stops and everything's frozen. So mm-hmm. like, like, literally the end of time, right? Right. And this is all coming back coming through, through like scientific mumbo jumbo that they say in the show or in the, in the game. So what's interesting is they know that that's the future. They can't go back to the future to change it. They have to go do things in the now and in the future to change that future from happening. And I just, I just found it so interesting because like, if we, there are a lot of times that we, that we regret things that we did in the past, that we want to go back and change. The reality is you can't. Mm. even if we even if we had a time travel scene which we don't we can't go back and change that right the only thing that we can control is the right now and preparing in the right now for our future so Mm -hmm. i I just thought that was really interesting
1: well i think it's cool too as you were talking about that um we actually didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show or anything but as you were saying that when we when the original fall happened when adam and eve like ate of the fruit like said i want to do my own thing like god didn't go back to that moment and save them in that moment. You know, like Jesus came later
0: thousands of years later. <laughs> to
1: like save. And like that salvation went throughout all of time, which is kind of a cool thought, you know, like God doesn't look back and say, Oh, there were all these mistakes. Like he goes, no, like right now is when I want to come into your life right now is when I want to do something to like bring glory. You know, I don't know. Right. That was cool. Yeah.
0: Like he said it in the right now preparing them for the future yeah thanks for uh, wrapping that segment up because i didn't know how i was going to oh well, there you go <laughs> uh, i want to segue into this <clears throat> a couple of things just about about this past week things that uh happened to me that have made me stop and think right uh last week we talked about ordinary time on the show because it was like the second or first or second week of ordinary time um, i'm glad we did it then because ordinary time is almost over <laughs> it's still <laughs> thing ever like the christmas season ends we have we're ordinary people for three or four weeks and then it's time for lent we're penitential again yay jesus was born at least the church helps us kind of like slide down a little bit it's true we're like on the mountaintop and then ordinary time is kind of like walking down the mountain and then lent is just the valley you know it's like (laughs) woe is me mea culpa mea culpa mea maximus culpa max see what i did there i see what you did maximus
1: Maximus,
0: Maximus, Max. <laughs> now I'm gonna watch that movie. Do it. Uh, don't talk about the oh, the ending, or I'll we'll have to say spoiler oh, that's alert. That's true. So I'm glad we talked about it last week. Um, there's only one more show until it's until Lent. It just ab- absolutely baffles me. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. What are you giving? Do you? Uh, I know you haven't prepared for your future. I haven't either. <laughs> Any idea what you're giving up for Lent? Uh
1: no. Uh, I, I'm actually gonna meet with my spiritual director again. And so we set up for two weeks so I'd have time so we could talk about some good things to do. I don't I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't either. I I used to be like all gung ho about Lamps. Like I'm gonna be a better person. I I think I've just come to terms that I'm not gonna grow that much as a person anymore. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> I need Jesus. <laughs>
1: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
0: I need Jesus. If you've listened to the show for more than 3 minutes, you know that because you've stopped listening 5 minutes ago and started praying for the, my deep dark soul. Okay, so this week some interesting things happened. Right. I, I got I was very tired this whole week. Like even starting like with last week's show. Like last week's show, I had to edit out like 3 minutes of me coughing and like stopping t- ha- stopping talking just because I couldn't do it I th- it's just weird like I'm not sick but I've just been tired for a week i think it's just mm. i don't know things are busy at work and i'm wor- working on a lot of stuff we're having to pack a, a lot in for the show because i'm going to be out of town all this right. just just a lot going on so i started going to bed earlier uh, people close to me know that i i usually go to bed around between like midnight and 1 even like on a work day i've always been a a Night owl, all these kinds of things. But I have started going to bed like every day for the last week. It's been earlier. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Instead of one, I'm going to do 1230. Then I'm still tired. Instead of 1230, I'm going to go to noon. Or not noon. <laughs>
1: noon. noon. You that, would not th- be tired. That
0: was quite a jump. <laughs> Midnight didn't work. Let's try the other 12. <laughs> so I was just real tired. And like there was one night I went to bed at 1030. 1030 and I still woke up at my normal time. I got like 10 or 11 hours of sleep. And I woke up so tired. No. So, so, so tired. Tired to the point where, like, I laid in bed for 30 minutes. I got up and I was still groggy. And I take two medicines in the morning one is for my acid reflux, and Mm -hmm. the other is for allergies. Just over over the counter allergy medicine. Well, see, what happened was (laughs) the day before I ran out of my allergy medicine, I ran out of the one I usually use, Allegra. I'm now plugging Allegra. On, on the show They pay me millions of dollars to say that
1: We're getting lots of money Tide and Allegra today t- but-
0: Yeah Tide I'm just helping them out PR wise <laughs> So I ran out of it So I had Benadryl as my backup Okay, But Groggy t- I know that now Groggy Taylor forgot all this And I just I was tired Typically when I'm tired I take my sleeping medicine Because I have insomnia So like it helps me to It helps me get into deep sleep at night Like I can't get into deep sleep on my own. So, this little pill just helps me get into deep sleep. Well, I was so groggy right. that I took my acid reflux medicine in the morning. That's good. Instead of my allergy medicine, I, I took my sleeping medicine at 8 30 in the morning.
1: That's not very good.
0: It's not very good. I had a whole day planned. I had like <laughs> five <laughs> meetings that day. Um, I think that's the, uh, yeah, there was just so much going on that day. I had a meeting with you. That's true. We
1: did have a meeting that day.
0: And uh, why don't you tell the story of h- how this, how taking my sleeping medicine in the morning affected me?
1: <laughs> well, I think it was, Was it our first prayer or our ending prayer? I don't remember. It was our ending okay, prayer. Okay. It was our ending prayer. And so Taylor like signs in and starts to do this like really awesome prayer, by the way. And this is me affirming you. Do you feel affirmed?
0: Yeah. Maybe my soul isn't as dark as I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor's doing this aw- like really awesome prayer. And, like, my eyes are closed. I'm really, like, okay, yes, we're we're in this prayer. And then, like, Taylor just stops talking. And I was, like, okay, he's just, you know, waiting for the Holy Spirit to give him a word or, or something. I don't know. But then it was, like, really long, like, long enough that I, I opened my eyes. And I'm, like, does he want – is he, like, want me to start saying something now? Was there – are we passing the baton or something? I I don't know what's going on. So I like look and I'm like staring at him. Like this is a really long pause at this point. <laughs> it was point. a good
2: forty five to sixty seconds.
1: I was like looking at him and I was like about to like touch his leg to make sure he was awake because I was afraid he fell asleep <laughs> in the prayer. And then he just like jumps back in and like <laughs> finishes the prayer. And I'm just like laughing at the end of it. It was great. It was a
0: great one on one. It was it was interesting. So like and I cause I had told her and I told like the staff in the morning I was like I don't know how this is gonna go I've never taken my sleeping <laughs> medicine in the morning I have no idea how I'm gonna be today and I, I my mind wasn't all there all day like it definitely <laughs> affected me and it was one of those things that like I was at work so I'm like doing things and like when you're doing things you don't feel as tired oh boy when I got home at like six o'clock from work like from six to like eight thirty, like I was still feeling the effects of this little 10 milligram pill where it's I was crazy. just like I wouldn't I, I couldn't think i'm just so tired it's like like the the twilight zone or something making me a zombie so (laughs) it, it just got me thinking about rest right got me thinking about like obviously i felt very physically tired but also like in my in my prayer life i felt restless uh about a month ago like all through advent and christmas i felt restless but uh it was just a good reminder for me like what i have done over the last couple of weeks my good old bible app that i talk about all the time it uh you know it tells you like it has a streak kind of, kind of like Snapchat now. It tells you how many days i've i've uh done, a, done my devotional, read my Bible, all those kinds of things, and i just spiritually, I'm in such a much better place now than I was three weeks ago, and I, th- I think that streak is is helping I mean because like, uh, that, that's what that streak means is that I'm not trying to find my soul's rest in <clears throat> just in video games or in hanging out with people. But truly, like my soul's restless until I rest in thee, right? Until I'm resting in the word of God, as St. Augustine said, until I'm resting in that prayer life, I'm going to keep feeling spiritually tired, probably, probably physically tired as well. But uh, yeah, just a crazy, crazy week. So uh, we're going to be right back with Trey Miranda. He's going to talk to us a little bit about being a lay Dominican and the Dominican youth movement. We'll be right back. Take Catholic, this is your host, Taylor Schroll. As promised, we've got a great guest for you here today. He's a buddy of mine that uh, we went through some youth ministry training together uh, many, many moons ago, uh, back in 2013 or so, um, and we met. I liked him because he was bald and had a beard, and I knew that was very much in my future, so I wanted to learn what that life was like, and, uh, and uh, we, so we went to a Subway and we talked about life, and it was phenomenal. And uh, that's your classic love story. Trey, how are you doing this afternoon, sir?
3: Oh, I'm totally blessed. Yeah, I love the bald and the beard. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's all we have now. It's the only styling of hair that we have left. So it's a pleasure to have somebody uh, of, our, of, our, of our kind talking to each other.
3: Thanks for coming on. Well, well thank you, brother. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here.
0: Sweet. So uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, we met doing youth ministry stuff. We met during youth ministry training. Both of us have moved on from the jobs that we had at that point, point. Um, and you are doing something different now that uh, it, it kind of stemmed out of youth ministry. You're working with the D- Dominican youth movement, and you're trying a new a- approach to formation and ministry. Why don't you explain a little bit how you got involved in this ministry, uh, why you got involved in the ministry, and what you guys are doing?
3: Okay, well, real quick, I am, like, I, like you said, a lay Dominican, and I got involved with the Dominican youth ministry, and it kind of made me look at things a little different. In youth ministry, typically, especially in the schools, they're teaching a lot of faith and reason. They're teaching both sides of what I call the same coin, but it's using faith and reason. Today, I'm, I'm seeing, though, in the churches, especially a lot of the, uh, the smaller parishes and things, they teach a lot of faith. Life team's great. Um, A lot of the different ministries are great, but we're not teaching both sides. We're not teaching faith and reason. We teach the faith, which is the heart, which is where we teach a lot of the love and we connect with them. But when they get off to school and things, we're losing a lot of the teens and a lot of the young adults. Why? Science, scientism, things of those nature. They haven't uh, they haven't really figured out how to think any other way but that. And that's the way they've been taught all their lives in school. Well, it's good now to kind of start showing them reason, talking to them a little bit about other things, logic, talking to them about how to think for themselves, how to use other processes. And so going and doing those things real quick is uh, open up a lot of them to conversations that they probably haven't experienced before.
0: That's real interesting. Cause like growing up when I was, you know, when I myself was in youth ministry, it was a lot of the heart. You know, I felt I I had encounters with God. I felt the love between like myself and like the rest of my youth group built up a lot of relationships. And in college, like that was still there, but at a less to a lesser degree, but I did start getting asked these questions, like getting into apologetics, talking with um, Protestants and atheists and, and things like that. When I went to college and the way that I've heard it explained before, and I think you do it pretty similar is like you're talking about connecting their hearts and minds and about how that's the longest, you know, the longest 12 inches in the world is getting things from the head to the heart, but also like what you're saying is getting things from the heart to the head. Like, okay, I, I like, I love this faith, but I, how can I continue to, to grow in it? So why do you think it's so important for us to share with young people um, this gift of reason and make this faith make sense?
3: Well, I think... The main thing, and I love your analogy, the, the longest 12 inches, I, it, it is, it's between the head and the heart. is one of the longest journeys a lot of these teens make. You're right. They, find, they, they do fall in love with God. They fall in love with Christ. They fall in love with their youth ministers and others. But they do not understand how to build that relationship um, for a long term. And the reason being is they've only had a few ways to think. The reason being in most public schools is they're, you you know, they're they're using star tests to evaluate them. They're doing all these things to kind of help form and shape them, which is great for college, but it's not great for life. They're not able to kind of rationalize and think, why do I want to love Christ? Why do I need Christ in my life? And not just to ask him things, not just to say, hey, I need these things, but I need someone to help me be happy. I need someone to help me when. When I'm in the middle of a storm, stay focused or stay, you know, stay on the journey with me. Because when you like you said, when you get to college, some go and like, you know, A&M and others at St. Mary's. But there's a lot that don't go. And when they get depressed or they get upset and they pray, they look for God to answer right away. Well, we both know that's not going to happen, but they've been used to that. And so when we reason with them, we logic with them, we teach them how to think for themselves and try to discover that truth. They realize Christ is really there, and now they have to go and look for that answer. And it may not be right away right in front of them, but they may have to look for it elsewhere in someone else or in something else. And that's a good way to start teaching them how to think. I know that's a long-winded answer, but I hope you get that. Oh, yeah. Totally
0: totally makes sense. Uh, So how are you guys, like, you've been in youth ministry, and now you're working with this Dominican youth movement. What does it practically look like? What practically looks different? What are y'all doing differently to to help prepare these young people for when they go off to college or go into the workforce?
3: Well, a couple of things we're looking at is, uh, you know, the four pillars of the Dominican itself is prayer, study, community and preaching. That's not new. That's been around since probably the beginning of the church. But the difference is, is what we combine a lot of times, which most people don't understand is prayer and study can be combined. Um, right. When I say that, Lexio Divina or something along those lines, which we teach them prayer, but we also put that study focus on it. The difference is, is that once, you know, we're, at, we're in youth ministry or when we're there, we talk to them a lot. and We do these things, but we also challenge them outside of where we're at. The, a lot of our teens today are the people that we work with in the Dominican youth movement are in schools and they get religious education. But where me and you, Taylor, we understand a lot of times in the public schools where the majority of our our youth, our teens and young adults are at, we need to teach them something else, some other way to study, not just listen to us, but they need to go out and pick up a book or or something else that we can find that will pique your interest to keep you involved and start making you think about why you have a relationship, not just feel it in your heart, but you also have to time. And when we found that that works, we see them start getting into that habit or into that that mode, then they come into the community, and then they want to share it. Because why? All of a sudden, they connect that head and that heart. They understand science does work, but they also understand what else. They understand the love of Christ, and then they want to start sharing it, and they want to go out and talk about it. So tying that prayer and study together, time together, and then walking into studying is okay, not, you know, going and getting a physical book every time, but Maybe listen to your podcast or somebody else's podcast. Amen. And, amen. Free. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And that, but that keeps you thinking, doesn't it? And that's 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 the beauty of what you do, and that's why I fell so in love when I listened to your podcast because it causes me to think, and that's that's what keeps God always on our mind because we're supposed to pray every day, but we also have to reason every day and add God into every moment of our lives, and and that's what we're trying to do. That's that's what we're trying to
0: do. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I, I uh, am a very audible learner, which is why I love podcasts. I'm, it's the same for me. Every time I'm listening to people's podcasts, I find myself thinking about it all throughout the day. Um, but also what you're saying about prayer and study, um, it wasn't until grad school that I like actually read the documents of Vatican II. And it, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite line in Vatican II is, is where it says that the reading of scriptures should always accompany prayer and prayer should always accompany the reading of the scriptures. It's combining these things of, of study and prayer, just like you were saying that you can't do one without the other, you know, like we have to constantly be growing our minds, but also feeding our souls with that living word and with the prayer that's added to it as well. So with the Dominicans being this, this order of preachers, I know that you guys are, are helping to form them and you also want them to be involved in preaching. And I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, that's not the focus of a lot of youth ministries. It's like, let's form these kids and then later they can share the faith. But how, like, how are you equipping them to be a part of this Dominican movement of preaching?
3: Well, I like to change that word because preaching scares the death out of most of them. I'll be honest <laughs> with you because you're like, oh, hey, we got to go get you to public speak. no. A lot of the time, it's, we use the word evangelization. I like to switch that word over. And the reason being is it's a one-on-one conversation. And that's something we teach them. A lot of times it's not going to be, hey, you need to get in front of a, a large audience you know, and, and, and preach the word to people. But a lot of times it's going to be, hey, somebody's going to walk up to you one day and say, hey, you know what? I'm struggling with something. And all you have to do is look at them and say, hey, I'm going to pray for you. What can I help you with? And you'll see a spark go off in them, especially if they haven't been connected to God very long. Or maybe you might have someone that comes up to you and challenges you with God and says, I don't believe in it. And you look at him and you say, well, that's okay. I'll pray for you. And hopefully he will. Those two instances all of a sudden get that person to realize this person is not going to sit here and argue with me, but they're wanting to help me. And when you start doing that to a lot of people and you smile or you just talk to people, all of a sudden, you're going to be able to share that word, share the scriptures. If you know them, you're going to be able to say, hey, let's let's pray the scriptures together. or Let's pray together. If they're upset with you and they'd want to know about God, at least when they walk away, they're not going to be able to say, well, here's another, you know, another Christian preaching to me about morals and virtues, which really kind of makes everybody upset. No, they're preaching love. And that's the key. And when you understand it and you can speak it, with knowledge and like we had from this past Sunday's gospel with authority. All of a sudden you open up channels to people and they say, Hey, I want what they have. And that's what we're trying to get. Just them to talk more because the only, you know, I'm trying to reach out into youth ministry now in different places. You know, I I don't want to give a negative stat, but 60% of all the teens now that are in the age group of 13 to 18 aren't going to church. And it's a huge number to get to, so me and you, Taylor, we can't reach all those, all those souls. We're going to need to educate our group of teens now to go out and do it themselves. I'm trying to go out and do court advocacy, you know, child advocacy in the courts. I'm trying to go out and do, um, there's a thing called Amistad and working with people that are sexually trafficked and things, trying to reach out in those areas where those teens are. But the only place we're really going to be able to do that today and to get to those that aren't coming to church it's to their friends or through others. So we need to really focus on the evangelization part and not wait till maybe they get off to college.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. As you were talking, I was thinking about like how much that makes sense, like equipping them to be just to share their lives, which in a big a part of their lives is their faith, sharing their lives with their friends and the people that are their age. I was thinking about, you know, if you can't, I could go and be a missionary to Africa. But there are problems with that. I'm a large white male. Like, I would stand out in most African countries. And I don't know the language. Like, I I only know English. I I, I couldn't communicate well with them. But, so it would, I could do it and I have some ministry skills, but I'm not the best fit there. Right. Um, but I think. It would be better if somebody, you know, who of African descent who knows the language could go over there and and share. Like, even if they didn't have quote unquote as much like knowledge or experience in ministry as me, and then I was com- kind of comparing that in my head to with youth ministry. It's like, yes, I can do youth ministry. It's what I do for a living. Again, I'm a 28 year old white male. Like I don't appeal to every every young person, but if we're able to equip young people, like they can be the missionaries. They speak the language. They're with them all the time. They can show them the love of the church. Um, And I I just love that you're forming uh, people for that. Uh, So, as we uh, as we're moving forward with this conversation, I do want to ask you about uh, just. In your, you said you were a lay Dominican. How has that practice? How has been a lay, being a lay Dominican helped you in your personal faith journey?
3: It's really helped me organize, if that makes sense. Um, I I joined probably right right at my late late thirties. I joined in, and I got into it a little bit. Um, i I'm, I was a cradle Catholic. I understood mostly. I was doing some youth ministry then. I was you know catechism catechist and all this stuff and teaching the catechism to people, but I really wanted to find a way to organize my life a little bit better and have a focus. Um, my prayer life was not good at all. And I don't think if you have a good prayer life, you're not going to share Christ well with others. Um, I went out and looked at different, you know, various, various different orders, but I've studied. I fell on the Dominicans because, you know, we always hear that we're the geeks and the nerds of the church, which we all, you know, cause we study a lot, <laughs> but, um, you know, but, but the first thing is prayer. And that's what it developed me. I do the liturgy of hours every day. I do an hour of prayer in the morning. Um, I, I pray the rosary daily, you know, all these things that tie into the Dominican. So it's really helped my prayer life more than anything. And with that, it's helped me wind it. you know, sharing it more because once you, you learn to pray and you're doing the scriptures, somehow all of a sudden this stuff pours out of you to others and you start loving others. And, I've changed a lot in that aspect. Um, you know, I used to be, I, I, you know, in my marriage, I was telling you before, you know, we were talking earlier, it's I've been married 21 years and it's helped my marriage because why? It's helped me settle down sometimes if something goes wrong and I sit there and I focus and I think it's not her fault. It's not my fault. It just is. And I offer it up to God. So that's really where we're at. Lay Dominican is, is, it's a really good way to kind of form, you know, in community and preaching, it's, it's everything the church is. And it just, we stay organized and focused on it. And and, and I anyone that's ever interested, we, uh, I'm the president of the lay chapter now in Houston. So if you're interested, you know, and you're here in Houston, you know, reach out to me or, uh, you know, there's different groups all over the state. So feel free to reach out and we'd be glad to tell you more.
0: I didn't realize I was speaking to the president. This is. uh No, well,
3: hey, I don't really talk about it. It's it's one of those things like they vote. You're appointed. You're like, I don't want to do this. It's sort of like me, you know, it's like, I don't want to do this, but you don't really get a choice.
0: So, yeah, Uh, sorry, I would have treated you with so much more respect
3: uh, before we went on the air. (laughs) If I knew
0: you were the president, I would have won a tie to a radio interview.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I I was I was really kind of hoping for that. But, you know, no, it's uh, it's 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 more of like I keep us organized and and uh that's it you know i'm I'm nothing special nothing special <laughs>
0: it's actually funny when i was getting dressed to come to the radio station today i was in my sock drawer and i moved my socks around and i found like the one tie that i own and i'm like oh it's been hidden there because i haven't worn it in a year and a half so <laughs> i was gonna say do you own a tie <laughs> uh, it's a clip-on okay so, <laughs> so uh, we're about out of time uh if people want to get connected with with your ministry or con- connected with you what's the best way they can do that
3: I do have a website that I've just put up. It's called Sheepdog Ministries, OP, as in the order of the preachers.org. It's a little long, but what we're trying to do at Sheepdog is is me and a few of my friends, we are just trying to find ways to reach out first and foremost to most of the people out there that um, aren't coming to the churches. We're trying to go to schools. We're trying to go to other places that we can to reach out to teens. The second thing is, is we're we're trying to reach out also to people that want help. You know, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about. I know this is a huge word philosophy or logic or other ways to think. But if you need someone just to come in, I'll sit down and work with you. Um, We're not we're not, you know, we're open to helping out in any way we can and 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 and, and teaching. So let me know if I can help in any way. Like I said, SheepDogMinistriesOP.org
0: all right well thanks again trey i do appreciate you coming on uh guys go check out his website check him out on social media he's a he's a lot of fun to, to follow and he has some great things to share uh the build you up spiritually as well so uh, we will be right back after this break to continue on with a fantastic episode at least in my opinion back to sports a catholic this is taylor stroll i'm excited for this weekend this weekend there's a there's a little sport event i don't know if you've heard of it. it's called the super bowl it's a, it's kind of a big deal um i i love it i uh i love watching it like i've gone to tons of and now i'm gonna sound like a jerk if I say that. i've say i gone to tons of parties where we watch the super bowl but it's always a big deal like my wife i kind of married her because she's also a sports fan like we like doing that together there are other things that i like about her but that was one of the first things i noticed like where i i think i've told that story on the air before where we went to we went on a date we were long distance she was in florida at Ava maria i was in san antonio and she Long distance, hadn't seen each other in three months. We go on a date to Chili's because that's the best restaurant I can afford in college, and not much has changed, by the way. <laughs> but we go there, and like the there's a big basketball game on, and you know it's I'm trying to be n- nice. They're like, "Do you want to sit at the bar or in a booth?" And I'm like, "Well, like we can go sit in a booth, and she can see me looking longingly at the television." Right? She goes, "Oh no, I want to watch the game." And I was like, "I'm gonna marry this chick," and it had only been like four months of us being together, so. In preparation for the Super Bowl, we thought we'd play a couple of uh, Super Bowl-themed uh, games today. So <clears throat> this first game, Sam, our lovely producer, is going to be our game manager.
1: Uh,
0: we have sound effects that she is in charge of, but she doesn't want to use them. She just uses her voice instead. I'd rather
1: my voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm going to be one of the contestants in this first game. It's called Pats vs. Eagles. My... Enemy in this game
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: is a, is the general manager of Red Sea, Thaddeus Romansky, and he also playing is his alter
2: ego. What's your alter ego's name? Uh, Rocco Cus- Cucicilo from Philadelphia. How you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not only is he uh, he's doing a perfect accent, but also I, I believe most Philadelphia fans went often the name.
2: went down to the Cal Doors got some water ice. Water ice, that was better. Water ice, that was better. Yeah, you know I don't know what that means. Let's
1: not even play the game. Let's just have it <laughs> keep talking. This is amazing. Are, are, what was your name,
0: Rocco?
2: Yeah, Rocco Cucutiluwa huh? from Philadelphia. I think your last name changed.
0: Uh, Ro- <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, are, are you a Catholic man, Rocco?
2: Yeah, you bet. I go to go to mass. Uh, go to mass Christmas, Easter. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: not Ash Wednesday.
2: Gosh. Nah. No. <laughs> I wish you could see his facial
0: expressions. His facial expressions are perfect. Uh, so amazing! I actually, random thing: I found out that Ash Wednesday is actually the most attended day. Yeah, at at a Catholic church. Uh-huh. You think it's everybody talks about Christmas and Easter Catholics? There are some who aren't even Christmas and Easter. They just go on Ash Wednesday. I
1: guess so. It's
0: insane. They you know they want to show off, which is weird. I want to show off that I have a bunch of dead plants on my forehead. <laughs> it's a very very <laughs> odd thing. But anyway. Because you're doing a Philadelphia accent, because you are a
2: Philadelphia. Eagle I'm trying fan. to. I'm trying to do a Philadelphia accent. No,
1: it, you're succeeding. I'm
2: not doing a very good job. No, you're yeah, su- I was. I, I, <clears throat> this always uh, shocks people because I grew up in Denver, Colorado. But um, I on my, assumed Denver on my father's <laughs> side. Uh, his family's all from Pennsylvania, so he he got raised as a Phillies fan, an Eagles fan, um, Penn State fan. So then those. Those allegiances got passed on to me to my sister, so those are those are the teams that I root for. Yeah, I don't know how to say. And this. And then I got I got a good buddy downstairs at St. Mary's, Adam Earhart. He's a campus minister here, and he's from he's actually from the city of Brotherly Love. So I got another you know, fellow fellow uh, Philly Philly fan in the building. Actually,
0: <laughs> you're the only two in the state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, it's better than being a Cowboys fan.
0: Amen, amen, <laughs> amen. Here in Texas, we have two favorite teams, the Texans and whoever's playing the Cowboys that week. So, <laughs> uh, so Thaddeus, I don't know how to tell you this. I, I, like, I like you a lot. I don't like you as
2: much as I like Rocco.
0: I love Rocco. <laughs> yeah,
2: hey, that's, uh, that's what all the ladies say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did, speaking of ladies, did you ever do that, uh, that accent to, to woo your wife?
2: Uh, not not that one necessarily, but I did bring out a lot of different, you know, different voices and accents and and impersonations. That's kind of something that I've always enjoyed, kind of fooling around with and and getting cheap laughs. We, we might it's, not. It's play- harder. It's un- unfortunately, it's harder to do now in our present, um, you know, politically correct society. People right. t- people take offense at that kind of thing a lot a lot easier than they did twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, anything funny offends people now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much, that's what it feels like more and more
0: We might not we but Yeah, might not... I used
2: to be able to do, I used to be able to pull out a Jap- Stereotypical Japanese, stereotypical Chinese Stereotypical Cuban, stereotypical French German, Italian, New York Chica- Chicago But my Chicago sounds a little bit too much like my Philadelphia But Philadelphia is a little more like kind of a limp You know, a little limp uh, Water ice
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm 50-50 on doing accents on the show One of them was funny. The other one I thought was funny, and I got in trouble. No, I've done three. I've done three, and I I got in trouble for one of them. So there you go. Um, We might not play this game. It was from
2: a lot. It was a lot of watching Saturday Night Live growing up, and just you know enjoying that sketch comedy where they would impersonate, um, you know, and they'd have to bring different different voices and impressions out. So
0: right, we we have one of your greatest impressions on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Fourth Day Catholic. If you, if, you, uh, if, you, if you just want to, we get tons of bonus content, $5 a month. You can hear my interview with Pope Benedict <laughs> from a man who's, who may also go, you know how like Pope Benedict has, like all the popes, like take a pope name. But then they had a previous name before. Right. Pope Benedict was that Stravinsky before he was pope <laughs> and you can hear it exclusively. Oh
2: my gosh. on on Patreon. So uh, uh, I'm glad it's behind a paywall. At least it's it, behind yeah. a paywall. It, it's the, it's the only way that I could do it in clear conscience. Good. <laughs> if, Good. If, if people earn it, they earned it, yeah. right? <laughs> so if there's a little bit I can do to if that's a way I can support your show then, then I'm happy but
0: uh, Yeah, we all know it's not financially. So uh <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's, let's play the game. Okay. S- Sam, this game is called Pats or Birds. Yes, right? that is what it's called. So you're going to read, you're gonna read a, a true statement. It's either going to be true for the Patriots or the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocco and I will both answer, and we'll see who wins.
1: All right. Here we go. First question. The last time these two teams met in the big game was 2005. Which team won? Bam. Oh, I,
0: I, I think you're going to win. So let, I'll answer first, so that your answer doesn't affect my answer. I think it's the Patriots. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. That
1: is correct.
2: Okay, we both get. It one was
1: point. twenty-four
2: to twenty-one. it was a devastating loss. I remember watching that game.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: Man. no. I'm so <laughs> sorry, like Rocco. <laughs>
0: yeah, Thaddeus, you're playing a Thaddeus. You're supposed to be Rocco. Hey,
2: sorry about that. <laughs>
1: All right. Let's okay, see.
0: this team—it was, st- team... was still—it
2: was, still, was still devastating loss, you know. It was, still, it was, hard, it was heartbreaking. heartbreaking. It was so
1: hard that Thaddeus had to come out. Heartbreaking. <laughs> this team is expected to lose both their offense, offensive and defensive coordinators, to head coaching jobs after the big game.
0: I know this answer. I'll let you go first.
2: Uh, I don't think I know this answer, but I'm gonna go with the Pat, the Pats. Y- you are correct. Yeah, yeah,
1: it, that is correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: So yes. two to two. What a thrilling game!
1: So thrilling. Okay, this team's running back and defensive end played for the opposite. I'm sorry, for the opponent last season.
0: I, uh, I, I think you know. You, I think you know it. I'm gonna say <laughs> again. We have.
2: I'm trying to buzz in.
0: You are okay. okay fine, go
2: it's uh it's the eagles
0: yeah i'm going to say the same thing lagaret blunt yeah and some other person Cresson. you know what I, you know what Cresson. i really
2: what i really like about uh, what i what i like about about blunt is that uh, you know he'll he has a reputation of punching people out when he was in college <laughs> you know <laughs> like that you know, he, doesn't take, he doesn't take anything from, from nobody. Yeah, he, he also has a reputation of living up
0: to his last name. Moving on. What's, his next, what's the next All question? Right.
1: <laughs> this team's quarterback has a total of 22 regular season wins in his career.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah I, know, I think we both know that one. That's
2: Foles. Yeah. the Foles. It's the yeah. eagle. Eagles, baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs>
1: I'm so happy right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. This team has the most double-digit fourth-quarter playoff comebacks of all time.
0: The, that's the Patriots. Uh,
2: that's the Pats.
1: Yes. Does so, anyone know how many?
0: Uh, seven.
1: It Says four. Okay. Good I
2: try. heard our the the Eagles' plan is to uh, let the let the Patriots be leading in the fourth quarter, so they can't come back. <laughs> in the fourth quarter.
0: I have oh, a I have a smart. very large feeling yeah. that the Patriots will be leading in the fourth quarter.
2: We think about that. <laughs> They're
0: playing against the backup
2: quarterback. We're going to have we're, the plan is for them to be leading by a lot at the beginning of the fourth quarter, so I mean there's like no chance of them being able to come back in the fourth quarter.
0: We lost, but they didn't come back, so really we won. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Reverse psychology. Exactly. Exactly. All right, this team just set its franchise record for the longest margin of victory in a playoff game.
0: That's uh that's Rocco's favorite team. Fly Eagles fly baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Like what what even helps your accent is that when you yell like that it makes your your uh, sound peak. So you sound like you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Down at the link. More link. <laughs>
0: All right, how many are left? We both got them t- I, right. I, 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 I want to break
2: in here, though, and just say I'm, I apologize. My it's it's it bleeds too much into like just a New York or generic East Coast accent. I mean, it's not really an authentic Philadelphia accent.
0: It's fine because me being a Texas boy, it, it's not Texas. <laughs> the, right, everything That's, outside of Texas, is yeah, exactly true, the same, true. of course,
2: true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great today. This team beat the same teams. That it beat the last time it went into the big game. are you ready to get to I'm going gonna, I'm
2: gonna to say Eagles. Uh, I think that's the Pats. It's the Eagles.
0: Oh! oh! I'm a better Eagles fan than Rocco. Oh, no. <laughs> that
2: was Thaddeus answering it.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about the... Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about... Like, when was the last time the Jaguars were in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs>
1: Well, good job. All right, here we go. This team's quarterback played with twelve stitches in his thumb during the game.
2: Pats, Pats.
1: Yes. Good job.
0: Uh, currently, it's eight to seven, which means I went for yeah. two, and you, uh, you yeah, Taylor's winning, the right? yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Kenny Britt started out zero and twelve on the Cleveland Browns this season. Now he plays for this team in the big game.
0: I, I don't think I know the answer. I'm gonna say
2: Eagles. Kenny Britt?
1: I think that's how you say that. Kenny Britt?
2: I knew he used to play for the Titans. That was years ago. I have no idea. I'm gonna say the would you say the Pats? I said the Eagles? I said the Eagles. I'm gonna say the Pats just to make it interesting.
1: The Pats. Okay.
2: Yes. Tied it up <laughs> again, Ro- Rocco, with the spiking vocals over here. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Uh, I feel like I want to, you know, climb a light pole right now on Broad Street.
0: <laughs> they can't. They greased him I up, know he so Can't climb anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, Rocco, were you the guy in that video that was running after the train and and ran into the pole? Was that you? Uh,
2: that was my cousin, Vinny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vinny. Yeah. Is he okay?
2: Of course. Of course. <laughs> He's a steel worker. He's tough. <laughs> oh He's one of the gosh. few. One of the few remaining steel workers in this country. <laughs> the few. The proud. The steel workers.
1: <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, this team has the top scoring player in fantasy during the championship round.
0: During the okay during the championship round of fantasy, which would have been week sixteen. I'm guessing that's what it's asking. I'm gonna. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say. The Pats.
2: Listen, I don't go in for fantasy. I try to be real. Just you know, it's real life. <laughs> Says the guy me. who's currently okay. living
0: in a fantasy world as Rocco.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know nothing about I don't know nothing about fantasy. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh what'd you say? What did I say?
1: What did I say? I said You said the Patriots.
2: I said you? the Patriots. All right, I'm gonna go with the Eagles.
1: It's the Patriots.
2: <laughs> oh I'm winning again. <laughs>
1: Can't oh, it. that was it. That was the last question.
2: I it. can't believe
0: it. I'm losing to a Texan. No, you didn't. You weren't losing. You have lost, you lost. to a Texan. It is oh. over. The
1: game is nine
0: over. to eight. Nine to eight. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you. We're gonna give you another chance to, for us do to I all, get a parting gift. Uh, I, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> Legarrette Blunt style. Blunt style. So here's what we're gonna do. In the last couple of minutes, we're gonna Saint Nicholas style. Saint, yes. yeah, Saint Nicholas style. Which is ironic because the last time we played a synced up game. It was the Christmas edition. We only got a couple minutes left, but I want all three of us to do this, okay? okay. We, we're trying to see if if any of us are synced up and on the same page. So, on the category, this is about Super Bowl, about the Super Bowl. Okay. So, write something down. We're gonna see if we if we if we uh, can read each other's mind. S- on, the, on the category of snacks, something you dip, something you dip. Also, something you sip, (laughs) and the best snack ever. Okay. Remember, it's not necessarily your favorite. We're trying to say the same thing as as each other, right? Okay. Something you dip, something you sip, and the best snack ever. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, Force s- something you dip, Sam. Did what did you say? Chips. Chip. Chips. I, 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 as the as the uh, leader of the game, I'm going to say that the non plural is fine. We we got one together. We did it. Good job, team. What about something you sip, <coughs> Rocco?
2: Whiska. Whiskey.
0: Whis- whiska. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> Wh- whiska. That's the- <laughs> Rocco's been drinking <laughs> today.
1: Yeah, I said alcohol.
0: I said beer. I'm gonna go ahead and say we didn't get it because oh, man. there's too many different things. Best snack Best snack ever.
1: You have to go first this time.
0: Uh I said queso. I tried to write queso and my phone changed it to
2: Quest.
1: Quest. Questo. <laughs> uh
2: I was gonna say wings.
0: Wings. Oh, oh dang it, you're probably right.
1: I was gonna say the little pizza bites. We little were pizza. just all
0: Totinos
2: we, we were, Pizza bites.
0: We were, we were we were off. Um here's a fun one. Our last our last one. Best halftime show and worst halftime show. Oh, I
1: don't even watch the halftime show. Yeah, I, I, I'm not good at this. This is not a good question.
2: Uh, you're not good at this.
1: I don't, I don't really...
2: Pick something want. else and, and cut this part out. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Okay. Don't well, make us sound dumb I on the show.
2: We're we're done. Oh no. <laughs> done.
1: Well we uh, can
0: try. I'm just I, I'm just gonna say uh, no, I don't even want to talk to you people anymore. <laughs> Sam, just, just play the fade out music. Rocco, get out of here. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of beating you at stuff. So I for me, I think the best halftime show ever was Justin Timberlake. And he's doing it again this year. I'm very excited. Hopefully there's not any, uh, you know, uh, wardrobe malfunctions like the last time he was on. But, hey, thanks for listening to Forte Catholic. This is Taylor Stroll. Head to ForteCatholic.com to find anything out about the show. Uh, We'll be back next week with some amazing guests. Say. Howdy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly appreciate everybody's support. Um, never forget, you can always find past episodes on ForteCatholic.com slash radio. You can see the most popular ones. You can find whichever one you want with your part. We'll be back next week. Thanks.